0: Hey guys, this is the Damage Control Podcast, and I'm Anthony Angelillo. And I'm Melinda Grimaldi. Are you ready for our next episode? Let's get down to business. Good morning, everyone. It is September 24th. We are in episode 26 of Damage Control. Um, We are excited to to bring you the next next episode. Today's topic is the five things you need to know. Um, Basically, to grow your business right with brandy brandy's going to introduce herself in a minute but first anthony introduce yourself for the people
1: what's going on guys anthony angelillo branch manager of paramount residential mortgage group the tag team over in miami shores ceo and founder of fact team nation been doing this business now for about 18 years now and um I love what I do, man. Right now we have a close-in in the other room with Dana, who's one of my top agents, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. She's like, can you come in? Can I juggle damage control and have a close-in? <laughs> yes, I can, man. Uh, and that's what we're going to be talking about with Brandy. I'm excited to have her on this, uh, this show. Uh, Melan and I have worked our butt off to get to episode 26, a lot of content that we're producing. So we're extremely excited to introduce Brandy. Go ahead, girl.
2: Hey everyone, I'm Brandy Whitford. I'm the broker, coach, and trainer at Venture Realty Group. I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit and just keep it real with you. There are certain things that you need to do as a real estate professional to make sure that you're successful. Now, we all got into real estate because we chose to get into real estate. I don't know about you, but nobody held a gun up to my head, right? And said, you have to get your license. It was a choice. So let's make sure that you're making good use of your license and not just hanging it up. We are an essential profession. So that means during this time when other, yes, thank God, right? (laughs) Seriously, there are some struggles going on right now. I mean, if you're working with the consumers, buyers and sellers, tenants, landlords, you're gonna hear some different stories. At least I know personally, I've heard some really, disappointing and sad stories because some people are losing their homes because of the job situation and then on the flip side i know realtors who are purchasing homes during this season right now so be really grateful and thankful that we are essential that you can be making tens hundreds thousands of dollars right now during this economy that we're in so let's go ahead and get started Please make sure be interactive with me. If you have questions, let me know right at that time, so we don't need to backtrack. Sometimes I do speak fast, so if you need me to slow it down, just let me know. Okay, team. Thank you again, Bob, Gail, Esther, Diaconda, Ashley, Tracy, Ildico, Anthony. Thanks for tuning in because I know. You could be making phone calls right now, right? You could be hunting for that business, but instead you're here with damage control. Thank you, Anthony and Melinda, for having me on here today. So we are going oh, to rock. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. All right. So let's let's get into the nitty-gritty right off the bat. So you have
0: five steps. We have about 10 minutes at least for each step or so, but okay. leaving room for questions. And we're always have questions. So Um, Get ready. Uh, We all have a million questions. So but that's how we we can break it down and help you peel those layers for everybody. So let's start with number one. How did you build this list? Like is this coming from your experiences?
2: Yes. So this is actually coming from what I feel my agents and all agents would really benefit from if they take this to heart. So it's not something that I just pulled out of thin air. I really took time to think about What is it that I can share with professionals, actually all my colleagues, right? What can I share with my colleagues that I personally have went through that will help you succeed in your business? The best thing you can do is learn from somebody that's already been down that road. So then you can learn from their mistakes and hopefully not repeat those mistakes, right? Save you some money in one of my tips, and then hopefully open your mind up on a way that you actually can be very proactive and make at least 12 deals a year just by using this one method. So are we ready for number one? It. Ready for number Let's one? Let's do it, number one. Be resourceful. Be resourceful. What does this mean? Take time to learn. Take time to build your skills. You are in a profession that you are able to make checks all day, every day, if you're willing to put in the work. Now, as a real estate professional, We are real estate professionals until you actually join the board, right? All realtors know what the board is. Yes, people think it could be very expensive, but again, be resourceful. Think of it as an investment, not a cost. You're like, Brandy, let's keep it real. It's like $800. Yes, but $800 you should be able to make in one rental commission. Keeping it real, okay? Okay. They have webinars, they have classes, trainings. They offer classes with free CE. If you don't know what CE is, it's continuing education. That's something that we all need to partake in if we wanna keep our license valid and in current active status. So being resourceful means not waiting until that last moment to learn how to fill out a contract, right? You are going to need to write contracts. That's what we do. We help people bring them together to essentially make a sale, so what? We can get paid, right? That's why we're in the real estate profession is to get paid. So be resourceful and put in 110% of your effort. You, you realize I didn't say 100, right? If I said 100, you'll be putting in 80 or 75%. So always strive for at least 110% effort. Now you're, you may think, okay, well, I did one class. I did one thing once a month. That's not enough. That's not enough, especially if you want to be a top producer. Now, different things you want to be resourceful of is think about the free tools that the board offers. Think about the free damage control series that Melinda and Anthony Mm -hmm. have going on. Yes, every single episode has Uh, something beneficial (laughs) for you. Seriously, take advantage of this. They're taking time out of their busy day to help all of us just like I'm helping you today. So take, um, be grateful and take it seriously, right? We all could be doing something else, but right now we're focusing on our skills. So that means later on, you need to make sure you have time to focus on lead generation, organizing your business, and really taking it serious that we're all business owners, right? A lot of agents in my experience, I've realized, don't take it serious. And I'm like, You went to school for this. You had to pass a state exam. You already put in all that effort. Keep going with that effort. Don't just hang it up and say, okay, well, you know, I'll use it if I come across somebody. You want to make sure you're always getting out there in social media, in your database, and there's more to talk about that in another step. So being resourceful. Does anyone have any questions or feedback comments so far when it comes to being resourceful?
0: Well, I think what you said, there's so many free tools. There's so many free tools out there um, with the boards to start. And then, you know, Anthony and I I have free tools all the time. Um, We even just started, uh, if you're not in it, let me know. I'm happy to invite you. My team, I do my own, my own team trains every week. We do a training on a different topic. We're building our, our resource videos and everything like that. But it's also to make sure everyone is on top of their game, understanding 20 minutes every week we, we learn about something different. So um, we started inviting the agents to that because if we need to learn it, you probably will benefit from it too. So we talk about contracts, taxes, different things. Um, so there's so many things out there for you to use and uh, you know, we do it every day and we're still learning about it. I'm always taking classes. I spent a lot of money in coaching to better my business. I've done so many um, uh, continuing education. I'm always in the one with with getting more continuing education, uh, learning about all, it's not just about the business of real estate, it's also about the business of business. So there's different things you need to learn. Um, I don't know if you, if you want to add that. That
1: Tag Team Tuesday tips, that's what we're providing
0: all agents because we're, you know, having issues
1: come up with 45016 I just sent that out, that message, that email, that blast uh, about delays on 45016 and how it's going to compromise deals. It's just, it's constantly churning your, your you know, your your mind on new um, overlays or possibly, you know, government restrictions with COVID. Brandy talks about skills, guys. I want to chime in on that. If you're working out, those of you that work out, you work out every day to get results, okay? Some days you don't want to work out. I get it. Today I did not want to run. It was raining. I was tired, uh, but I ran anyway, okay? So when you're training your skills, Randy's right. You need to constantly, consistently groom your skills and that is sales or lead conversion or whatever you're physically lacking on. If it's something that you really need help in public speaking, Zoom meetings, showing yourself on this Zoom meeting, then that's something that you guys really need to obviously try to you know, correct. So you got to sharpen your skills. The people that really make it in this business, they're constantly mastering their craft. Yes.
0: And I would say, where do you start? What's the thing that makes you the most uncomfortable? If it's preparing those offers, find a class or help to prepare the offers. If it's if it's talking about loans, then it's then find someone to teach you about loans. If it's about getting on the phone, then you know there's still so, just find what makes you uncomfortable and work your way through that discomfort. And that's a great place to start.
1: Now Brandy, can you you have like how many you have like hundred and forty something people working with you, right?
2: Yeah, my team is now up to 196 agents. <laughs>
1: Wow, good for Ooh, you. I love
2: <laughs> it. I love That's it. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and That's the coolest, awesome. we have a, a large diversity of agents. So we have agents who are very, very new, and we have agents that are very experienced. And the one agents that are very experienced and if they're making money, most of the time it's because they're always in the field or they're always practicing. So I like to take, um, I'm sure everybody's heard this before, the whole athlete or actress, you know, their whole profession is about practice and role play, practice and role play. So when they get to that game for one hour or a listing presentation for 30 minutes, you're on fire, you're ready to go. It's not like you're practicing with the public. Could you imagine if the dolphins came out and never practiced? Like, would the dolphins be winning games? You know, it's probably not as good as they should be unless they're practicing. So practice and role play will definitely help with those skills. And taking time out of your week, actually a little bit every day to focus on, okay, this is something I need to learn about. Or like Melinda said. Get yourself uncomfortable and then with Anthony what he said consistently be learning always look for something that you need help on what I advise my agents to do. Don't wait until you have that buyer in front of you to finally learn the as is contract. Like that's what we do. If you have a friend or even, you can do it inside your head, right? Act like you have a buyer. Okay, I wanna buy a $1.2 million home. Okay, great. You know, is it gonna be cash finance and go through the as is contract as if you actually have somebody there. Don't wait till the last minute. Cause I promise you when that time comes and you're like, yes, I got a contract. And then they're like, Oh no, I got a contract. You don't want to have that. You're going to be like, "Okay, I have a contract. Let's do this." You know, it may be my first one, but because I practiced and role played so many times, it won't feel like your first one. I promise you. This is something I help with my coaching clients. You need to practice in the dark so you shine in the light. Okay? And and that's just something- Ooh, I like that, I like that one. That. <laughs> I love,
0: love your I know, we always get a couple bro. Practice in the dark so you can pr- shine the
2: light. Yep, that's it. That's, so I it, love and, that. And that's what a lot of, so I have a, an acting background. I did that in, I started theater at nine years old. So wow. one of the things that you have to do is you practice scripts. You practice, practice, practice. And what shocked me is as an adult, right, I'm in my 30s, scripts are still part of my life and I'm not even acting. And it's something that all business salespeople do, believe it or not, whether you're in title or lending or car selling, or even insurance, most of the time, the company has some kind of guidelines, something to help the professional know what to say, not necessarily to make robots. Some people get turned off and they're like, Brandy, I'm not a robot. That doesn't sound like me. It's okay. I'm telling you, it's okay. You're going to feel uncomfortable at first but make it your own. Understand the gist of it, right? What is the main point? And then nail those points in your own words, right? And have passion with what you do. This industry is so fun, you know, in everything. I'm sure in title, in lending, I mean, it's fun, right?
0: Yeah, usually.
2: (laughs) We keeping it real, usually, yes. (laughs) Yeah, in business, you're gonna have stressful moments. Um, but really rely on your skills and what you can do to better yourself and actually set yourself apart from the other agents. Any questions? Yeah, so we actually, in in two episodes, we're going
0: to have the power of intake and systems. So we're going to be talking and helping give you some of those resources. Um, So look out for that episode. It's going to be towards the end of October. All right. So we did have a question about, uh, about step-by-step process for listings. We actually um, had a listing uh, episode, uh, earlier in the year, we could definitely put that on. That's like a whole other animal. So we're going to bench that question for uh, actually its own episode. So write that one down, Anthony, um, to work, to work through that topic. Um, all right. So,
2: Brandy, I think that's good. Let's go to step number two. Step number two. All right. Bear with me. Okay. Leads <laughs> are leads. Okay. They're not magic winning lottery tickets, people leads are leads whether you get them from your friend whether you get them from a coworker, whether you pay thousands of dollars for them leads are leads you're gonna have to work them you're gonna have to do something with them agents like i'm just gonna keep it real and don't hold on to them they don't hatch they don't hatch into little piles of money i wish 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 they did but they don't right you're going to have to work them and i'm so grateful that you just said that you're going to have another webinar about systems right because that's what you need in place whenever you have leads you need to know the funnel right everything's a business funnel once you capture the contact right you're going to make a, a appointment with them and you need to follow it down in order to get to the closing and where the money comes out right cuz again we're in the business to make money right? To have closings, to have sales, to help consumers. I love to help people, right? I just, I have it in my heart, but ultimately helping will not pay my bills. It will not feed my son. So you have to be real with yourself and say, okay, I'm going to get this lead and I'm going to work it. Let me see how I can help them today. You don't need to be very you know, aggressive when you get the leads, meaning Hey, do you want to sell? No, you got to be friendly. You have to have compassion with them, especially in this economy. Have empathy with them. Now, and I'm talking about all kinds of leads, right? I know an agent who spends thousands and thousands, thousands of dollars on leads. And this agent is happy if she closes one in the six month period. And you're like, what? Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars? Yes, but she knows when she closes that one lead, it pays her back in her investment plus gives her profit. So you have to be analytical in a sense, okay? And I know if you're expressive like me, you're like, numbers, I don't know about this. It's business, it's business, baby, okay? So you have to take into account, if you're going to work free leads, meaning from people that you know, colleagues, you're not really paying upfront work, Uh, for them, you're still going to need to work them like you spent a million dollars on them. If you're looking to close. Okay. I have agents who, you know, well, I know of agents who you get leads, you give them out leads and they're like, these leads are bad. These aren't good leads or this zip code is bad. Well, what did you do with the list? What did you do? They'll be like, oh, I called everybody one time. Oh, agents, you're going to need to follow up follow up, follow up at least like six times within two weeks. And you're like, isn't that a little too much? No, I promise you no, because I know top producers who will call that person in the morning, afternoon, and night. So that's three times already out of the six. You're like, Brandy, isn't that kind of annoying? (laughs) Not if they really need your help. If they really need your help, they will be grateful that you are the one still going and pushing. They know that we're selling them. I mean, let's keep it real. When you get that random health insurance text, like, hey, I'm in health insurance, you need help, and they keep going, they won't stop until you actually say, you know, stop. Or, you know, maybe I do need a better health insurance. It's kind of like the similar way. Think of yourself not just as a real estate professional. In essence, we are salespeople right? No matter if you're selling title, selling mortgages, you are a salesperson. So another tip, if you're going to pay for leads, right? Some leads are super, super expensive. The worst thing you can do is lose your entire investment. If you spend $1,000 on a lead and you don't do anything with it, in, in essence, you just got into the hole $1,000. Is it worth it? to actually put your business in debt, or is it worth it to pay for that lead, have that system in place, and then bring them down the funnel to get to a closing, to get the money to come out, right? Again, it's all a funnel. You have to stay with it. Again, so grateful that you have a webinar coming in place, Melinda and Anthony, because you have to have systems when you're working with leads. Leads in every business, right? Even if um, back in the day I sold Girl Scout cookies, right? I was one of those girls going knocking door to door when I was seven years old selling Girl Scout cookies. And look, I'm in my thirties and I still do that. It's a little different with the COVID but you can put the mask on. I have agents who go and put door door hangers on the doors. So they're not necessarily face-to-face but they're still getting their name out there. So there are so many different things you can be doing. Now, a little uh, bonus tip, and you've heard this before, okay? I'm not making this up now. The fortune is in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. The top producers have a system in place that allows them to seamlessly go from capturing a lead all the way to closing the lead. And that does not, it's not where it ends. You need to have a follow-up system. So for example, the next day after you close a property, give them a call. Hey, how do you like that you just sold your property and moved on? Or how do you like that you just bought a home and you're finally living there? How's it feel? Is there anything I need, you know, can help you with? Um, Do you want a security system? I can find that resource for you. You know, always be connecting with your leads even beyond the time that they close. You always want
1: referrals.
2: ask for the referral. Yes, I same. That was really weird. <laughs> but it's true, ask great, great minds think alike.
0: Demand the referral, man. We
1: want more referrals. <laughs>
2: yes, and you know what? Talk about being uncomfortable. Some people think it's so uncomfortable to ask for that referral. Well, if you're already serving that person and you're giving good service they want to give you referrals, just a little secret, because they know if you had their back, you're gonna have their back. So in essence, it's just continuous money, right? Always ask for referrals. All right, do we have any questions about the leads, are leads, and they're not winning lottery tickets, okay? Even if you go buy a lottery ticket, well, even if you win the lottery, you had to go buy that lottery ticket, mm-hmm. right? So you wanna make sure that you're not just spinning your wheels, and that you work all the leads whether free or if you're paying thousands of dollars for them. Leads are leads and yes, they are worth closing because you'll get paid. Any questions? What do you think
0: what do you think is the reason why agents don't follow up? Good question. I think they all know they need to follow up. But what is it? I it, you know, it, what it's like are they afraid of, what what are they afraid of? Because ha- it has to lead back to that.
2: Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to keep it real. They do not value themselves as much as they should because that will take away being scared because, yes, it's fearful. If you're contacting someone and you're like, are they going to like me? Are they going to work with me? Um, When you are very confident in your skill level, right, goes back to being resourceful, you can actually go And know, okay, I have value. I'm going to help this person. I got this. Yes. I am a great listing agent. I got this. I'm a great agent. Yes. Anything it may be, you need to make sure that you have value. Write down things before you call them. Okay. So great point, Melinda, or great question. I should say, write down a list. Okay. I'm a little nervous about calling this person. It's a $15 million lead hey, it's a $1,000 rental lead. It's the same thing. It's a lead, okay? Write down a couple questions that you need to ask them. Okay, are you still looking to sell? Or who do you know that would like to buy in this area? All right, so give yourself ammo. That's a good way to put it. Get yourself ready before you make that call and understand that you are valuable. You're worth it to work on your skills. You're worth it to give that person a call and say, Hey, I'm just here to help you. You know, who do you know in this area looking to buy? We have this great new development coming up and I'm just giving out some good news. Make sure that you understand that you are valuable and we need better salespeople. We need people that care and not just for that commission. Yes, we do it for the money, but it can't be all about the money. We're dealing with people. People are emotional. People have feelings and, When you find that you have that value, you're going to want to make those phone calls. You're going to want to do that follow-up. You're going to be like, I am the best agent for this job. Let me give this person a call. Now, if you're like, I don't know what to say, Brandy. That's why I told you to make a couple notes. Write down a few things. The best speakers, they have little notes. They take notes. Look, Melinda's taking notes for you guys right there. I see Esther making notes. You know, Laura's making notes that's what you need to do and now when you're going to make that follow-up call put a couple notes down so then you ammo yourself so when you're on the phone you don't go into deer and headlight mode like uh, hi mr smith no you're hi mr smith this is brandy whitford with venture realty group how you doing today right and then just go through your notes does that help clarify? let me,
1: elabor- let me elaborate on let me elaborate on a couple of things here. I could talk about these the whole damn time, but we know. Uh oh, we started, we opened, we opened up the podcast. We, we
0: just had this
1: training two weeks ago with the board. Compassion, that's what stuck out. You have to have compassion. You need energy. You need to be charismatic over the phone. You need tonality over the phone. You need to deliver the goods over the phone that the content you're producing is valuable. Your content is what is going to sell you. The the pain point of that consumer is what you're analyzing. That's what Brandy's talking about. Study that and then take the content and push it out to the consumer. We have a question here. What, you know, what system do you recommend? Not about the system for follow-up. It's the content. Every system, follow-up boss, boomtown, I've had them all. HubSpot, which we use right now, Um, Firepoint. I also have that as well. It's the content, folks. You need the right content to engage with that consumer, but then you need empathy and compassion to close them. Just had a deal yesterday, Chase, I don't want to use the bank's name, but
0: that's
1: you just- You <laughs> just a letter of intent that they couldn't take. Uh, robots, let's just say, they're talking over the phone. Uh, and the compassion that we brought uh, through the tag team is what closed them, right? And we can use that letter of intent, cross-reference uh, it with a, a pay stub. But don't sound like a robot and really deliver uh, the value that you represent as a real estate agent. Very important. Uh, not what you say, how you say it, how you approach it. And you're right, Brandy. A lot of agents and loan officers, everyone in sales general, uh, are, they're very fearful of what to say. It's too many attempts. I don't want to be a nuisance. The content. Study the content. Go on Facebook and stalk this person and look at the analytics of what they're interested in. Very important. Your CRM should have that as well. What's number four? Because we're
0: uh, right, no, we need to go to number
2: three.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <God>. Number three. Whoa, <laughs> let's, <God>. let's keep <laughs> moving <them> up. <laughs> okay,
2: speed it up. All right, number three. Uh, start your own leads group. My fellow colleagues, start your own leads group. This is a free way to get leads. We just spoke about leads, and I know people spending thousands and thousands. This is a way for you to make your own leads. Now, if you are familiar with a certain group, it's similar to a BNI, Business Network International. Now, in my experience, I realized that even if you join a BNI, you still have to go and find a group that doesn't have your profession in it. So why not just make your own leads group? These are going to be your people in your pocket, would you stay? So example, electricians, contractors, plumbers, title person, your lending person, right? We have some people on the line right now so (laughs) that you could be using. You wanna make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that your customer may need. And then the purpose of this leads group is it, it's not just to get together and have like a cup of coffee and like chill and be like, this is great. The purpose of it is to get together, whether it's on Zoom or even at an actual location in person. The purpose is for everybody to go around, introduce themselves, explain what's their what their business is share maybe a special or some news that's going on, a closing that just recently happened. The whole group goes around, introduces themselves. And in essence, the whole purpose is to give each other at least one lead that closes in a year. So to break it down, when you're out looking for different people, you're going to want to ask them first, do you have a realtor that you are already giving business to? If they're saying yes, you know, you thank them for their time and you go on to another person because you want to make sure this is a back and forth. It's not just a give, 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 because you're doing this. You're creating this leads group in order to do what? To make money. That's what we always need to be focused on, closings and making money. So when you have these different people, think about the time investment involved, uh, xing out the whole actually getting the person right so it's going to take work for you to find these people that are in your squad right so once you have them if you have 12 people in your squad right so 13 total and everybody's giving leads back and forth if everyone gives you right the the realtor and this is for everybody in the squad one lead that actually closes right it's going to be more than one lead so you're thinking three to four maybe five leads from each person one that actually closes you're looking at 12 closings in a year for spending zero money and in time investment if you meet every other week for an hour 24 hour investment that's one day one day of really working and possibly making, you know, if you sell a $300,000 home on a 3% commission, you're making $9,000. So just to take that an average and then times that by 12, is that worth your investment of 24 hours in a year? I would say yes. I mean, I don't know, but I would be like, yeah, that's great you're not spending any money. You can do it on Zoom. So then you don't even have any driving expenses. You don't have to worry about buying coffee because you can make your own coffee at home. So literally for zero, zero, zero dollars, just your sweat equity, your lovely face reaching out, creating this group, right? It's going to take a little sweat equity at first, right? It's not just they're not just going to rain from the sky and be like, hey, I got you. I'm going to do this. You're going to have to find different people. And these are the people that are going to help your customers. So for example, a plumber, right? It's, you think like, oh, I don't need a plumber. You need a plumber. Everybody has restrooms, right? As silly as this is, this is somebody that, um, and literally I got my guy from the yellow pages, okay? I literally opened them up. I went through the yellow pages and started calling different plumbers. Okay? I locked myself in with a guy named Jerome. Jerome is my plumber. He is the guy that I call if one of my customers needs anything. And the cool thing is, I got him on my phone. So literally when I'm talking to a customer and if they need a plumber or a roofer, I can literally say, "Okay, let me let me call my expert roofer. Let me see what he has to say. We'll, you know, figure this out right now." Instead of, you know, let me get back to you. I'm not really sure. No, you want to be resourceful. You want to be that agent that says, oh, you need a plumber? I got you. you need I got a guy. I got you. You got a guy? I, I That's my thing.
0: People <laughs> need something. It may not be what I do, but I always got somebody for them. And if not, I'll find somebody for them because that, that's another way to provide value to your sphere. So I always got a guy. I got usually got two or three guys or gals right (laughs) i I always got a guy who's the guy i'm the guy yeah the guy with the thing is that the thing you know um super super important i built these groups uh i've joined these groups they're they're great tools um and they're a great way to grow your business for sure for sure for sure so okay let's move unless anyone has a question about these groups we're gonna move on to number three It's number four so we can keep on
2: track okay number four you must have a crm a customer relationship management system. I see so many agents fail at this and it tears me up because you're working hard. If you're calling people or doing social media reach outs, have a CRM, don't just let them go off in the air and hope that you're gonna catch that little drift again. Make sure that you have some place to put them. Now, Anthony mentioned a few different places. Uh One spot that you can use is HubSpot. HubSpot's completely free. So I'm not even saying invest any money right now if you don't have it. They do have upgraded versions and I'm not affiliated with them in any way. But I know agents who have adopted their, their CRM, they also have a mobile app. And you know I'm gonna be real with you. You may not like it at first. You're gonna be like, oh my God, I freaking hate doing this. You know It takes work, right? But is it worth that $9,000 commission check? That's only on a $300,000 home. I would say yes, over and over again. Now, in your CRM, that's where you can deliver your content. Anthony is on point with that. Your content is what's going to have you stick out of the crowd, right? And then your tonality, your energy, your compassion, your empathy, and your realness. We are all different people, and that's what makes this world so awesome and so beautiful. There are so many people that will work with you rather than that person that you think in their head they're going to go with. Keep that in mind. You are worth it. You are valuable. And thank goodness, we all have different personalities. There is a buyer out there that is looking for you. There is a seller out there waiting for you to call them because they're getting calls from people that they're not being able to connect with organically. So make sure that you are just reaching out. Keep your CRM like it is your little black book right you always want to be opening it up seeing what's going on what goods are in here and follow up is key make notes in your crm put in okay where did i meet them in do they have any birthdays coming up did they say something listen right you have to listen to what they're saying did they say that they're going to a wedding did they say that they have a class coming up did their dog die any little thing so then when you call them again You have something to talk about. You have something to say, hey, I remember uh, last time we spoke, you said that you had a quinceanera. How was that? You know, talk to me about it. Was it fun? You know, that keeps it real personable. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, Brandy remembered that. And you're like, I just wrote it down in my CRM. I just read my notes. You know what I mean? But they're thinking, oh my God, this girl is a genius. She really remembered me out of everybody. She remembered me. (laughs) Like they really like that. It's really interesting. But having a CRM again, have a system in place. Sales is all about a funnel, right? A funnel. And if you lose that person and not even get them in that funnel, I'm sorry, you have no chance. You have like A very slim, slim chance. You have to keep working them down into a funnel. And the CRM will help you with that. Any questions or comments, feedback on the CRM? I mean, we've done episodes on CRMs. Like, it's it's,
1: it's a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. It's a <laughs> lot of work, but it's funny. I was, I was driving here and um, there was a gentleman that I know with a, a different company and he was asking me about CRMs. He's like, man, it's so tedious to put this stuff in there. HubSpot does it for us because it synced to Outlook and Gmail and all of that. So the content gets pushed in and then we edit it. But just think about posting on social media. I said to myself i'm going to do one post every single day and then a year goes by and now you've got a whole bunch of content and you're moving you're progressively getting better and better the same thing with a CRM. You're gonna slowly build it out. Don't expect to build it overnight. I'm constantly building ours out. Right now we're having text always, messages always that are going to wrong, you know, names on it. It's labeled wrong. So someone would probably say, Oh, I can't do this, I'm gonna look bad. It's not the right name and then you just end it and just be done with it. We're fixing it. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna have that resolution and you know, the proper content will go out. But You got to have that mindset that there's going to be technology is great, but there's going to be issues with it always. So
2: that's one thing I've definitely learned. Yes. Tech. uh, What is it? Tech issues happen. Right. And, And so just keep moving forward. People understand that mistakes happen. I've actually been told one time I made a mistake and they're like, Wow, Brandy, I thought it was a robot that did the, these emails. I'm like, no, it's a real person. I'm just very tedious. I like it to go out on point, you know, and it's fun to make a mistake sometimes. They realize, wow, that's a real person over there. Like, maybe she has something more to offer than just this straight, you know, information. So, Always just be yourself, have fun, and CRM all the way. Yes, it's tedious. I've had my agents, um, some of them actually said that they were cursing me out under their breath. I don't want to do this, right? But now, after a few months, they like it. They like it because they're able to- And it's it's just about getting into the routine of
0: using it, right? that's
1: it. Routine, man. It's everything. If you don't know it, you're
0: not going to like it. But it's routine. And definitely worth it. um,
1: In addition to- CRM for HubSpot. Follow-up Boss is really good. Firepoint, amazing. All right, if you want to write these down, we'll write them down in the chat. Uh, Boomtown, we use uh, with URG. Bob uh, is part of that. He's actually in the office right now. Uh, nice office, Bob. Nice, nice little logo up there. Uh, and then the other one, um, Commissions, Inc. Commissions, Inc. is good as well. I've heard good things about that. I've used them all. I built out mine uh, that's proprietary and it took two years to build out with HubSpot. But if I'm an agent, I would say the most cost effective would be Follow Up Boss. Cause HubSpot it has a good. lot of
0: the things and in done. there.
1: It's already done. It's stock, which I don't like cause I wanna. Well, you could, I'm
0: sure you can customize it,
1: protect. make it your own voice. Follow right? Up Boss would be the best. HubSpot, you're gonna, it's a very native program. You need, there's Anthony, so many, it's very, it's a rabbit hole. Anthony, if great, I could so deject, like, with HubSpot, what Anthony's done for us, and this goes on what Brandy said, that we have templates of emails that we can send out, but we can also insert a video. I personalize every email with the video that rehashes the conversation I had with the people. So when I call them back in a week, in a month, or six months later, I'll watch my video and I'll remember the whole conversation. And that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So there's many, if you guys need help, reach out to Brandy, Melinda, myself, we'll give you the right tools. Um, We'll put it in this chat as well, but there's so many CRMs. But like I said, it's the content that you produce, make sure that you can produce your own content, make sure you have approval with legal and your, your firm.
0: Listen, the most (laughs) important thing is using it (laughs) Start by putting your contacts in it (laughs) and the notes about what you, where you met them. And so you can just go through, okay, I haven't spoken to this person in a while. Let's just use it as a way to track what you've done. And then usually you can set reminders for yourself. It doesn't really matter which one. Just pick one, build it out as much as you can and use it. And that's it. Like if you don't have one already today, pick three that we listed or two, compare them and sign up. Start there. Then add all your phone contacts in there, your Gmail contacts in there or whatever you're using, and then start categorizing them. Once you categorize them, then start making a plan of attack or not of attack, but a plan a strategy for reconnecting to each one of those people. And that's how you start. Whether or not they're going to buy a house this year, this week, this month, or sell a house this week, this year, this month, or rent, whatever, you still got to keep dripping them, check in, say, hi, how are you, care about them see how you can assist them. I got a guy for you, right? That's what you're going to say. I got a guy for you or a girl for whatever they're asking or what what's cooking. Oh, I'm having a problem with this. There's always a problem, right? There's always a problem. And if you can be the person to help fix it, that's that's the key. So CRM, that's how you get started. Pick two, compare, find one, sign up, add your contacts, categorize them into different categories. And then from there, start deciding how you're going to check back in with them. if you guys didn't attend our workshop
1: two weeks ago right three three weeks ago Which uh, the board two weeks last ago that's week. last week totally crap i sent out templates all right it was 41 page document of templates it's a word doc a pdf doc to all of the agents take that cut and paste it use it in your own words done i did it for you guys so if you need that we'll send it out in 24 hours after this episode
2: Awesome. Hi,
0: Randy.
2: Now I do what? want to do step number five? I want to add one little thing to that CRM just okay. to make sure I give a little fire under these agents, right? Why do you want to do this? Well, because my dear colleagues, the only thing we have as an exit strategy is our book of business. Unless you actually own property or are a landlord, your CRM is the only thing you're building in your business. So when you want to exit real estate, what are you going to do with it? What you're going to do with it is find a really hungry agent. You're going to pass that down to that hungry agent. And you're going to say, I'm going to collect 25% referral fee off of all these closings. So you can be 50, 60, 80 years old, not really in the business. But if you hand your book of business off to a young, hungry professional that will work them and you have an agreement to get, example, 25% off every closed deal, your kids could get money after you pass away as long as it's in the, in the agreement, right? So that is essence gold. It's like platinum. Your CRM can forever give you referral fees. Yeah. So hopefully that gives a little fire to make you really wanna put yes. in that And work. Even, even all, all your followers and contacts
0: on social media yeah. are owned by social media. They're not owned by you. It's the idea is to find those contacts and bring them out, get their data, their phone number, their email, you can reach out directly eventually because if they're on there one day you're i know people who've happened to their account disappeared or gets hacked or gets lost for whatever reason they don't have access to anymore and then what how do you reach those people that you build a rapport with You, you how you can't possibly have them already all on your phone so Make sure you start building out and extracting that data. You
1: guys got to really pay attention to what you want. I have an apparel program on on Shopify, and then I have uh, a marketing company as well. But HubSpot, for me, integrates everything. HubSpot, that's why it's called that. And all of my social media goes in there, too. All of the emails that we get and send out, the listing agents, sellers, transaction coordinators, all that data is absorbed. So I want the data. And so that's what I want. What do you want as a real estate agent? Maybe you don't need all of that stuff and you just want the, the basics. You gotta really analyze that stuff. Take the time to make a good, wise decision. Yeah, right. Absolutely. All right,
2: moving Run on, Number five. On. <laughs> Number five. All right, so this this isn't as fun, but as a professional real estate, or real estate professional, so that little backwards, see? I'm real, I'm human, not a robot. <laughs> as a real estate professional, on your contracts you want to make sure that you are looking out for your customer so example the washer and dryer i see this all day as a broker if it's not in the as is contract and it's part of the sale you need to have it in the contract Buyers get very angry, especially the females, when they go into a place and realize, where's my washer and dryer? Well, the agent didn't put it in the contract. Therefore, you need to buy your own. What? They were top of the line washer and dryers. I don't want to spend that type of money. I thought it was in the purchase. Make sure, again, it goes back to step one. You want to be skilled, resourceful. You want to work on these contracts before you actually have it happen in real life. I just dealt with something where repairs on addendums, my fellow colleagues, please. If some work needs to be done, actually state that it needs to be by permit. Actually state it needs to be by code. I want everybody- By a licensed (laughs) contractor. (laughs) Yes, licensed.
0: (laughs) Licensed
2: contractor. (laughs) I promise. Yes, I promise you. I come across this as the broker a lot. And once everything's executed, and especially when you're at the closing table, it's not when you want to have hiccups. You want to be coming in with a cape flying behind, be like, I'm the realtor who saved the day. We got this deal done. You want to ask for referrals. The worst thing you can do is go into closing right after you do the final walkthrough. The washer and dryer is gone. The new... Uh, panel, electrical panel wasn't done by permit, wasn't done by code. So do you think you're going to look like a rock star at that point? No, I'm keeping it real. Protect your clients, protect your customers. What I even say, go above and beyond if it's a really nice washer and dryer. And heck, even if it's not a nice washer and dryer, some people don't care what the brand is. They just want a washer and dryer when they move in. So they don't have to go to the laundry mat. Uh, Put the model or even the make of that washer and dryer in paperwork, in the document, whether it's the as is, you need to have some type or even addendum for repairs, have it in writing and colleagues, please don't just take the other realtors word for it. This tears my Mm. heart up when a realtor comes to me and says, well, the other agent said it was okay. Well, is it in writing from the actual person who's selling the house or is it out of the other agent's mouth? Well, I don't have an addendum. I don't have anything to fight for at this point. You need to make sure that you're on point when it comes to protecting your customers. They are looking at us as experts in our industry, right? You need to stay on top of your game. That comes down to the nitty gritty with that as is contract. Make sure if there's a washer and dryer, or any type of chandeliers. I'm telling you, I was in school hearing about chandeliers are a problem, and I'd laugh it off. Oh, ha, 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 that's not going to be a problem. I'm telling you, it comes up in real life. Yes, chandeliers or light fixtures or paintings. If a person, you sees know what i yeah.
0: You know what I have also seen is if there isn't one and it's in the default list, make sure you cross it off. Yes, this is what happens? I remember this happened with a dishwasher at a condo. There was no dishwasher at the property and the buyer goes in for the and like where's dishwasher well it was never there yeah but it's listed on here and then like it turned into this confusion at the end um so make sure that the itemized list that's even already there it's crossed off if it's not applicable
1: or get a home depot card like my man bob uh, Migan over there does and buy the washer and dryer for it i'm joking around it's an <laughs> ask <for a> referral.
2: <laughs> yeah we're not trying to you know he i'm does not sure he do home
1: depot cards though he buys home depot cards for his clients and they love it they go straight to home depot and use it so
2: that's cool I like that
1: yeah
2: uh, they have a question whatever oh. is not ex- excluded stays
0: if it's listed
2: so does that make sense? Whatever is not included stays, right? So, if it's- well, no, not necessarily. If
0: like furniture, if it, furniture is not included. Um, the stuff that's listed there is included unless it's not excluded. So there's a section there, and there's an additional section to add more. And there's a specific section to say specifically excluded. So you just got to make sure you're using those three those three sections correctly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is a way for you to shine because I promise you, you want to get those referrals, you want to make sure you're able to keep them into your CRM and get repeat business.
0: Um,
2: So yes, just make sure licensed contractor by code with a permit, because the worst thing you can do is, you know, the seller does the work, and then the buyer moves in and has to rip out the $3,000 worth of work, because they didn't do it by code. And we want everybody to move into safe homes. Yes.
0: Yes, and two, two more, two more things that I've seen buyers be really upset about um, when the, the the requirement to close out expired permits is not in there, and then they're stuck with the open or expired permits after closing that the seller did. That's one. Two is association violation, whether it's HOA or condo. If it, some associations will not give an approval letter without it without the violations being cured some will imagine they got it, they closed on this property and all those violations now are their violations right they got to repaint the house and do all these things for whatever reason so some will be high ha- if it's not included there technically the seller is not required to do it um so what you need to do is make sure that the, that the seller gives you a property without those
2: violations
0: from the association so um make sure that's done
2: yeah You want to be a rock star. You are the expert. That's why they're calling upon us to really help them through this deal. So make sure you take it seriously and that you always have their back because I promise you, it will come up. Little things like that with the licensed contractor because, you know, I got this boy that I know, he can fix it. He's great at duct tape. You're like, wait, what? You know, (laughs) duct tape does not fix everything. I'm sorry, (laughs) unfortunately. Now, as we wrap up, I do want to do two little um bonus right real quick as we are always doing things on the computer on the tv on a cell phone protect your eyes protect yourself so get some blue filtering uh, glasses it helps this is just a tip for you to take care of your health because on the computer so much during this you i know, just got them yeah i got some too i just got them man i love you <laughs> laura, laura laura hooked me up laura Let's thank
1: see. you they're, they're awesome
2: Are they cute? They're a little glary when when I'm on Zoom and stuff. But when I'm just looking at contracts over and over again, if I'm just um, on my phone a lot, these help. And they, you know, protect yourself. Make sure you're filling up your bucket so you're able to help all the consumers out there that need to buy, sell, rent, and invest. And then bonus tip number two, mindset matters. We are not in an easy profession, colleagues. That's why a lot of people drop out within their first two to five years. Be the strong person. You got into this industry for a reason. By golly, you can make a fortune. You can have a schedule that allows you to go travel to Paris and still handle your deals. So make sure you're working on your mindset. Make sure you know that you're valuable. Be resourceful. Work leads like you've spent a million dollars on them. Have your CRM because believe me, when you get older, you're not going to want to do this forever, right? I love what I do, but when I'm 80, I want to just be playing with my grandkids and my great grandkids. I don't want to be out showing homes. Have that book of business where you're able to pass it on to someone and make sure you get a referral fee, right? You're not just giving it to them. You get paid, even if you're older, right? So yes, yes anything else that i can help with the glasses right and i don't have any companies with this i'm just trying to help y'all right orange glasses they're blue filtering and they can get snazzy right there's this is a cute pair there's some snazzy
0: ones out there i I use real glasses so i i I need to like research if you could have like prescription with the blue i'm sure there's a way i gotta look into it they are i got my son of hair
2: My son has glasses, and they're blue filtering. He wears them. um, Oh, cool! Let me see your glasses, babe. Real quick. So they're super cute too, and they're blue filter. Look, aren't they snazzy? So it's they are snazzy. Yeah, and it's really cool too because they have this purple tint all the time with them because they have that filtering going on constantly, and then they also transition. So. He actually, you know, everybody's homeschooling. He was being homeschooled before, and he's always on the computer. So protect, protect, protect. So you can help, 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 and make money doing what you love. I'm so grateful that yeah. I was here today. I hope you took away. Thank some you good so much for coming, sharing <laughs>
0: your nuggets. That was awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, guys. You learned or reheard the same thing you have learned before for five things because none of these are shattering. Yeah. But what it is is you, you're not doing it yet. Yeah. Okay. So pick one of them this week and execute, and then next week execute something else. We're gonna recap them for you in the email. We're gonna give you some resources afterwards.
1: Yeah. Templates um, will go out.
0: There'll be a yes, there'll be a recording. You'll have access to it. You'll get it in the email YouTube, um, yeah. so that you can watch this again and go through each step and build out each step. Um, The first one I think you guys should do is pick a CRM today, a research two, pick one, upload your contacts, sort them, and then start going through. The recording,
1: guys, I've been looking at all the messages. is on our YouTube channel, but, yeah, you'll have access to that.
0: So look out for that email. You'll probably get it tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, productive rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. We love doing this. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Brandi, for sharing your expertise. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.